Fixin's, a place where you can get your fixin' for horror. My name is August, and I'll be your host. This is the first episode, the first official episode, and kind of like the introduction. So, what the show is going to be about is horror, right? All things horror. The good, the bad, the stuff that I hate, the stuff that I love. Um, We'll talk about video games, we'll talk about TV shows, movies, news, upcoming releases, we'll go over, you know, things to watch, or I'll give, like, recommendations on, like, yo, you should check this out, so on and so forth. So, we'll just talk about everything that has to do with horror, and, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. And to get right into it, we're going to talk about some new releases in this one. So, we got a couple of them. The first one is Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. It drops on November 24th of this year. So it was like two two months away? Not even? Yeah, yeah. A little bit over two months away. I think it's going straight to theaters. It's going to be directed by Johans Roberts. I hope I said his first name right. He's a British director. He says, well, he said that Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City will be a faithful retelling of the original story using the original characters while still bringing something new to the screen. To aid in this, he suggested that the, char- the casting process focus- focused on finding characters who embodied the spirit and energy of the characters. He went on to suggest that previous adaptations had failed by trying to find actors who looked exactly like the original game characters rather than working on building out three-dimensional persona, a three-dimensional persona. So, the... This movie is going to be about um, the first and second Resident Evil game, right? So it's going to cover both of those games. You're going to find uh, Jill Valentine. You're going to find Chris Redfield. You're going to find Claire Claire Redfield, (laughs) Leon Kennedy, and then obviously your main villain, Wesker. It's also going to have another villain named uh, Lisa Trevor. Now, I didn't know anything about Lisa Trevor until I actually found uh, this. I found out that this movie was coming out. Apparently, Lisa Trevor is she wasn't in the original uh, Resident Evil game. She was in the remake, the remake that dropped on GameCube, and so she's gonna be in this one as well. Now. Are you hype? Because I am. And these movies don't have anything to do with the previous Resident Evil movies. So I'm really excited to see this. I, I didn't really enjoy the other Resident Evil movies. It's just I liked the first one, but then after that, it was just a, all of them mainly were just misses for me. My only concern with this one coming up, though, is is it going to be too packed because I guess I'm trying to figure out exactly how they're going to tell both stories in one movie so they're going to tell um, it's supposed to be a video game adaptation how they're going to cram Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 2 into one movie and it's going to be like a decently uh, uh, a decently long movie to kind of explain everything or tell the story that needs to be told. Because, you know, when you have those movies where 
it feels like they put too much into the movie and you kind of feel like some of the parts should have been like some some of the pieces should have been into a different movie. So I'm just like, well, is this going to happen with this? So I'm interested to see. Hopefully it's a hit because I'm hoping it's a hit. And also with Lisa Trevor, if there's if you don't know who that is, she has a crazy backstory. It's really sad. It's like really tragic on how she ends up becoming what she becomes. You can just go ahead and YouTube it. It had a bunch of do with like experiments and umbrella doing some wild stuff with the T virus and G virus and some other kind of viruses. <laughs> and so speaking of video games, there is this game called Insound Mind that's gonna be releasing on the twenty eighth of September. It's a psychological horror where you are a uh, small town therapist of Milton Haven. So the small the town is called Milton Haven. You're a therapist in this town named Desmond Wales. You start off by exploring a building where you find cassette tapes of your patients throughout the building. When you play these cassette tapes, you enter the psyche of your patients and you have to figure out what's going on in there. So essentially... There is a demo available right now on Steam too. So I played the demo, and in the demo, you're in this building, and I'm assuming it's your it's your apartment building, right? Because your office is there, your home is there, so it has to be the, his apartment, right? Apartment building. So when he finds these, he finds this tape, and it's, for some reason there's like a there's like a a voice that caused one that caused a payphone throughout his building. It's like real menacing. And it's threatening, and I don't know who it is or what it is, but he's threat- he threatens you and tells you he wants you to die, so on and so forth. And he kind of gives you hits, um, like tips on where to find stuff too. So he's like helping you, and then but he also wants to hurt you. It's weird, but anyway, so you play these tapes, you enter the psyche of your patients, and each psyche is like a different level, right? So. You have to go through the level, figuring out what is going on with this patient, and you have to solve what either has happened or what's happening with this patient. And some kind of way, all your patients are linked together. Like there's this, there was this like big uh, catastrophic catastrophic event in the town, and there's like water everywhere, and you're you're alone in this building. So, for some reason, whatever happened and whatever's going on with your patients is all connected. And you also have to go through your psyche. And I'm assuming uh, that's throughout the game because I think in the demo, like the first tape you find is a piece of your psyche. But you don't, you don't get far. Like you, it's kind of like the, it feels like encrypted the tapes that you find on yourself, it doesn't feel like there's a full message there. And then you move on to a couple of, uh, to another patient. It's like the next patient, I think her name was Valentina or Valerie, something like that. But you end up in this like grocery store and you have to explore the grocery store. But I ended up, I messed up. I fucked up and I didn't like 
get a piece. Uh, I didn't get some scissors because I needed to cut something. So I didn't get hella far like I wanted to, but I'm going to go back through it. But from what I've seen and what I've read, it doesn't. It definitely seems like a very interesting game. There's some puzzles you have. There's like a puzzle game kind of. There's like really creepy vibes to it. And I'm hella excited for it. It's uh, published by Modus Games and developed by We Create Stuff. And that drops on the 28th of this month. And then I wanted to talk about... Oh, TV show. Creep show. So Creep Show Season 3 is coming out on the 23rd. That's in three days. And Creep Show is, uh, if you're not familiar with Creep Show, um, it's kind of like if you've ever seen Tales from the Crypt. That's what it reminds me of, the creep. He doesn't talk, though. He usually draws, like, photos or draws pictures. And then, you know, it goes into the episode. Kind of the opposite of Tales um, of the Crypt Keeper, where he pops up. And he like tells you a little uh, scenario or mini like mini backstory, and and then it goes into the story. So yeah, creep creep show season three dropping on the twenty third. This is the reboot. So there was an original back in like I don't even, that's like, goodness gracious, it's so long ago. It was uh written by Stephen King, and then. Directed by uh, Greg R. Romano. I hope I said that right. Greg Romano. And then they rebooted it a couple years ago. Rebooted it, which the first season I really liked. It it wasn't, uh, it was a little more creepy. And then it kind of like towards the end of the season, it kind of got like silly. And then season two was quirky. It wasn't necessarily scary. It was a lot more quirky. So I'm wondering if with this season, is it going to get darker? Because, you know, first season was kind of like like half and half. You had a couple of dark episodes and then you had a couple of quirky episodes. And then season two was a lot more quirkier than anything else. So I'm hoping maybe season three will be hella dark, like a lot of death. A lot of like really creepy, creepy vibes. Cause I mean, I, I'm 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 not against, um, definitely not against like quirky, quirky or or comedy like horror. Like what was that? What was that movie? Um, drag you, drag me to hell. Like that was funny. That was hilarious. And I remember that with that dancing demon, the dancing demon when they did like the summoning at the table and drag me to hell. Like that movie was hilarious. So I'm not. You know, I'm not against uh, quirky horror, but I just hope that this this third season um, is a lot more darker. Like I wanted, I wanted to be a lot a lot more creepier, like unsettling. So I'm really excited for that. I'm definitely tuning in. That's a Shutter. That's a Shutter exclusive. So if you don't have Shutter, you know, just just ask a friend, ask a friend, because they don't have. I don't think Shutter has any like um. Maximum like or minimum or max logins. So I think you can log in to someone's shutter with everybody, like can log into one person's shutter. But well, I don't know that for a fact, but it, it feels like that because I've shared my password with so many people. But <laughs> and um, <laughs> the last thing before I go, 
is I want to talk about um, a show to check out, Superhost. So Superhost came out, came out I think on the fourth of this month. Um, that's another Shutter exclusive. It's about so it was about two vloggers. Seemed like they were like losing subscribers. Their their thing on YouTube was they will go to like vacation homes or like Airbnbs. And I guess they were looking for like the super host, the host that was like perfect and amazing, so on and so forth. So they ended up going out to this like cabin out in the woods. Really nice house. And then the host, but the host, she she, she was off. I mean, personally, if I were them, I would not have stayed there because she just she just was a little off. Now, this uh, this is another movie where it, it it doesn't it's not really scary. Um, it's, it's or nor nor not really scary or creepy. It's interesting, but it's it's a little it's kind of it feels like it feels quirky. But I will say this: in the end, the way like the tables turn in the end and. Shit just gets real. Like, one hundred percent appreciate how this movie ended. Like, it wasn't the typical ending. It was. It was amazing. I really loved the movie. Like, I love the ending more so than I than I enjoyed the movie because the movie was kind of like you know, I was watching it, but it just felt. It, I don't know. It it felt like it was gonna be. It just felt like it was gonna be kind of. You know, it felt like it's gonna end up that way, but in the last act, it just shit turned up, and it 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 went things went left. So, if you get a chance, check out Superhost. It's a pretty dope movie. It's definitely worth the watch. And that concludes the show. If you made it this far, I do want to thank you. I appreciate you. And if you have any um, recommendations, or actually, you know what? Have you seen anything scary lately? Like anything good? Hit me up on uh Twitter at Horrorfixins and please rate this podcast five stars and drop a comment. Let me know what you think. All right. Take it easy. <laughs>